Hello and welcome to the True Blue Sporting Podcast and the official preview of the Australian tour of Pakistan. Australia enter Pakistan as the number one test side in the world and it is the country's first tour of Pakistan in 18 years. For me, this is a massive test series for the Australians, a three-match test series which is going to show why they deserve the title of world number one. Obviously, an absolute superb display over the summer, beating, demolishing the English side 4-0 and should have been 5-0 here in Sydney if it wasn't for a bit of rain. But they've got to show they can do it in all conditions. It's easy to win a test series at home down under when you get the pitches that you want. I've just seen a photo of the pitch which is going to be in play for the first test in Pakistan and it looks like an absolute road. If you go onto the Princess Highway, it's like playing a test match out there and it is definitely a bat first wicket and the toss is going to be absolutely instrumental. If we look at the Australian test squad, they have taken 18 men over with one notable um, absentee from the test squad, which was successful in claiming the Ashes. Jai Richardson has dropped out for Ashton Agar, who comes in to add an extra spin option for the side. So the test squad is as followed. Patrick Cummins is the captain. Ashton Agar, Scott Boland, after his immaculate debut in the Ashes, retained his spot. Alex Carey also making his debut in the Ashes and has secured the gloves for the country. Baggy Green, Cam Green is the all-rounder. And didn't he have a series for the ages in this Ashes campaign? Marcus Harris retains his spot in the side despite being dropped for the last test in Hobart. Josh Hazelwood returns from injury. Travis Head, the man of the series, last series against the English side. Um, Absolute great series from him, and I'll touch on that late um, in a minute. Josh Inglis, Usman Kawaja, Manus Labuschain, the best test batsman in the world. Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, he's looking to bring his uh, T20 form into the test arena, and who knows, he may even get a spot in this side. Steckity comes in for Nisa, who was ruled out injured. He was originally announced on the tour, but has had to pull out through injury. Steve Smith is the vice captain. Mitchell Stark, Mitch Swepson, and David Warner round out the squad. For me, this is a big series for the vice captain, Stephen Smith. Last year, in the series against England... He didn't quite perform up to his standard, only averaging 30 over the five tests. Making a couple 50s, but no 100 in the series, after averaging 150 in the past two Ashes series. So obviously, not up to Steve Smith's standards. But one thing Smudge loves to do is bat, and bat a long period of time. And that is what the conditions in Pakistan allow for batters to do. If they get time at the crease, they're able to go on and make big, big scores. So Steve Smith will be looking to do so, and reclaim the number one test batsman spot from his little mate, Marnus Labuschagne, and what a series he did have in the Ashes as well. Marnus has just gone from strength to strength since gaining his debut 
in this corresponding series last time round in 2018, the first series after Sandpaper Gate, and then since really coming onto the scene in the Ashes series, which took place in England and is now the premier bat- batsman in the world. This is the first series which comes after the controversial sacking of Justin Langer. If you look at my page, you can see my thoughts on that and how I think Australia will go. Andrew McDonald takes the reins. And from what reports are saying, this is what the players want. This is what the players wanted. And this is what the likes of Pat Cummins, David Warner, Mitchell Stark all wanted. They wanted the like, someone like Andrew McDonald who put a bit of onus on the players, encouraged discussion and wants to build the squad and have those guys being fundamental in deciding the way they play with rumours going that Justin Langer said it was my way or the high way. Another thing which is big for this series is Usman Khawaja returns to his home country of birth. Usman Khawaja is obviously born in Pakistan and he has never got the opportunity to play a test match in Pakistan due to circumstances which have been going on there and with Pakistan having to move their test series over to the UAE and Dubai. So it's great to see test cricket and cricket just in general back in Pakistan and look for Uzi to have a big series. The last series which um, we went up against Pakistan overseas, Usman Khawaja was our best batsman by far. After the sandpaper gate, Smith was gone, Warner was gone, and we needed a man to step up. He batted six hours in the long and horrible conditions to bat in. It was incredibly hot. The days were long, and he just batted for so long, upwards of six hours, 180 runs, and was fundamental in securing a draw, which, if you're not a cricket fan... You probably think, yeah, he got a draw. It's not that big of a deal. But when you have to bat 120 overs in those conditions, it's as good, if not better, than a win. So look for Uzi to have a big series out if he's given the role of opening the batting. Question marks on around whether we will play two spinners as well in this test match, test series at some stage and in one of these three matches. I think... Looking the way they picked the squad, it's definitely a possibility. They brought in the extra spin option in Ashton Agar, the left um, orthodox spinner. They've got the wrist spin of Mitchell Swepson, and obviously they've got the goat in Nathan Lyon, and he's going to be fundamental in these conditions on a day four, day five wicket, turning the ball in, straightening on, and getting those crucial, crucial wickets at the end of the day. But... Will they play two spinners? You never know. They could just go with the pace, have someone like Marnus, have someone like Steve Smith bowl, and then have their three big quicks in Stark, Cummins, and Hazelwood. But don't be surprised if Mitch Swepson comes in for his debut or Ashton Agar returns to the test scene once again. Travis Head uh, has been quoted in the media saying, away series define you as a player. And I completely agree with Travis Head here. Obviously, Travis Head had a coming-of-age series in this Ashes campaign over the summer. But it's now really time for him to make his name. Yes, he's now secured that spot in the number five, which was so much up up for debate, so much in the summer. But he, he played 
absolutely phenomenal and has won that spot. So he needs a big away series to just put that key further in and have it thrown away and for him to be the number five for Australia for a very, very long time. Now, we're looking into the Pakistan side. I've just picked out three bowlers and three batters for you to keep your eye out on this test. They've got um, a very well-rounded squad, some good fast bowlers, and some very good batters. Looking at the batters, I've got Azhar Ali as the number one threat. 91 test, high score of 302 with an average of 42.5. At a strike rate of 41.87 in his test career, he's got... 1800s and 3450s so he knows how to get scores and knows how to go on and convert them. Babarazam is their best T20 batter but he has also confirmed that uh, brought that form into the test arena in his 37 tests with a high score of 143 an average of 43.17 at a strike rate of 54.93 and that's very quick in test match cricket. 500s in his career along with 1950s. Another man to keep your eye out is on Abdullah Shafiq. Now he's only played two test matches, but in that time he's got a high score of 73 and an average of 50 at a strike rate of 43.47. Yet to get his first test match 100, but don't be surprised if he does do that in this series with already having two test match 50s under his belt. The bowlers for Pakistan to keep your eye out. Their key, key leg spinner, Yashir Shah, has taken 235 wickets with his best figures being 8 for 41. Average quite high at 31.8 for a bowler, but at a strike rate of 58.2. Mohamed Abbas is another one uh, to keep your eye out on. 90 wickets, best of Best figures of 5 for 33 at an average of 23.2 and a strike rate of 57. And Sajid Khan only played a couple handful of test matches, but has got 18 wickets with a best of 8 for 42 and an average of 19.72 and a strike rate of 40.5. So they're the guys to look out for in the Pakistan side. And if Pakistan are to win these series, these six are going to have to be influential in either test matches which will be played. If we look at the Australian side, how are they going to line up? Obviously, with the Ashes, it's completely different. We're in our home conditions. We're able to play three quicks. Cam Green can get his bowling out, and Nathan Lyon can tie up an end. But going over to Pakistan and the subcontinent, it is very different when you pick your squad. So they've got options. That's the big thing this squad has. They've got options. But if we're looking at the 11 who I would have running out, I'd have David Warner opening the batting. He absolutely killed Pakistan the last time they were in Australia, making a record score over 300. Not out. Um, and is just so, so good. Attacking, takes the game on, and can take the game away from oppositions in a session and in the blink of an eye. Usman Khawaja, number two, he came in for Travis Head in the Sydney test when Travis Head went down with COVID and didn't he come back with a bang. 
two test, uh, two innings and two hundreds in Sydney, and then unfortunately didn't succeed in Hobart when he got the test opening spot back from Marcus Harris. But you're gonna have to back him in once again to make runs in the subcontinent, which he has done before. And that's the thing with Marcus Harris. He hasn't been to the subcontinent before and therefore hasn't made runs. But Usman Khawaja's has the runs in the subcontinent, which has got me leaning towards him. Marnus Labashain and Steve Smith picked themselves at three and four. Travis Head is number five, and he has earned that spot through absolute sensational performance in the Ashes series. Score of 150 in Brisbane, then 100 in um, Hobart when it was desperately needed we were three for nothing he comes in he changes the game and that's the potential Travis Head has got at that number five position and he has made that number five position his own by playing his own style and not worrying about get blocking the ball and batting time but he's prepared to go in there and get a quick fire 80 a quick fire 50 and change the match and the context of the match so that's why Travis Head is in at number five Cam Green at number six there isn't much to say about Cam Green but he's a great fielder a great bowler and he's improving his batting every time he gets to the crease and he's definitely one for the future and a potential future captain for Australia Alex Carey keeps the gloves he had a very he had a Good debut series in Australia. He didn't starve, but he wasn't disappointing either. Now, the bowlers. There's many ways you can go about this. Obviously, Pat Cummins, the captain, he gets a spot. Obviously, the best test bowler in the world, in my opinion. Then you go into 9, 10, 11. Well, you've got to pick Nathan Lyon because he's your frontline spinner. He's your best spinner. So Nathan Lyon's in there. Josh Hazelwood, for mine, also gets a spot. I'd have him bat 11. He'd be 11, but Josh Hazelwood comes in because he is just so, so economical. He gets the ball, beautiful line and length, and he can land it on a 20-cent piece, and he can just be the bowler who keeps the, the going tight and really just strangles the Pakistani bowlers, uh, the back, Pakistani batters in those conditions where it is favourable towards the batsman. Then you go into that next spot and that last bowler you could obviously go someone like Mitchell Stark and Mitchell Stark yes he had a very very good uh, Ashes campaign here in Australia but over in the subcontinent there are question marks about him Ashton Agar has been brought in the squad and by the way that it's looking it's looking like Ashton Agar or Mitchell Stark is going to be that last bowling option and it's all depending on the wicket now I saw the wicket today it's a bit it's very very flat and it could I don't know if it has the uh, potential to crack up. There will be rough everywhere on day five and uh, day four, which will benefit a spin bowler. But then if Mitchell Stark could get some reverse swing, he is going to be absolutely damaging because we know what he does with that swinging ball. He swings it both ways and he just takes wickets. So I think they're going to go with Mitchell Stark, but do not be surprised if Ashton Agar, or even Mitchell Swepson for that matter, to um, come into the squad. With Mitch Swepson coming in, you get the ball, which uh, spins a different way to Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon, obviously, with the off spin, and uh, Swepson with the leg spin. So it will challenge both edges of the bat. So there are definitely options for the Australian side moving forward. Now we're looking into my predictions and what I think, how the, I think the series is going to go. We'll go um, best bowler, best batter, 
man of the series and a score prediction. Um, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be quite biased here, and all three of them are gonna be from Australia. I think Nathan Lyon is gonna be our best bowler. Uh, he's just so so good in those conditions, and he hasn't quite in previous years taken big bags of wickets. Uh, he's taken twofers, threefers. He he hasn't really strangled a game and taken a game by the scruff of the neck and just won it for Australia. But expect him to do it on a couple occasions here in Pakistan. It suits his bowling. There's a lot of pressure on him, obviously, with him being the frontline spinner and him being the man for Australia. So I'm going to go with Nathan Lyon to be the best bowler in this series. The best matsman. I'm going to go... It's between Steve Smith and Usman Khawaja for mine. I'm a bit worried about Marnus. We haven't seen him in these conditions yet, so there is a, the potential that he could be found out and he could struggle this series, but that's all part of his progression and development as a test cricketer and will only do him the world of good playing in different conditions because, quite frankly, in his test career, he's only played in conditions that suit him in Australia and a handful of tests over in England when he came on and no one really knew who he was. So I'm, it's between Uzi or Smith for mine, but look for Smith to have a real, real um, comeback series this series. Everyone's been talking about Marnus, everyone's been talking about Travis Head, and Smith has been the vice-captain, he's sat on the edge, he hasn't been batting well, but there's just something about Smith, you can't keep these world-class players down for long, so Steve Smith is going to be our best batter and win man of the series over in um, Pakistan. And if we're looking at a score prediction... There's, there's going to be a draw in there somewhere. Um, there always is in these conditions with a three-match test series. There is going to be a winner. I've seen a lot of predictions from the likes of Adam Gilchrist, uh, Mark Waugh, Brendan Julian. They've all got one one all. Unfo- um, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to have a winner. There's going to be a draw somewhere in one of the three tests. But Australia are going to win the series. They're going to win the series 2-0. Um, and that's just off gut feel. And although they are playing in foreign conditions, this test side is is slowly developing into one of the best that we've had. And that's tough to compete with considering the sides that we have had in the past. But if you look at it, Pat Cummins, Steve Smith, Davey Warner, um, Marnus Labuschagne, Cam Green, so much potential. Alex Carey, a very, very solid keeper. You know, Travis Head is burst onto the scene. Um, and Semenity spot. So this side has the the potential to be one of the best test sides, and I think this proves it. This series proves it with a two nil victory in Pakistan. But Pakistan will put up a big, big fight, and one of the one of the test matches will come down to the wire, and Australia will get the win with Nathan Lyon hopefully winning us a few games off his bowling alone. So that's my thoughts ahead of the Australian tour of Pakistan. I'm really looking forward to watching this series. I love test cricket. It's the best form of cricket, and it's just so thrilling to watch. So if you get the opportunity, and if you think it's boring, sit down there, give it a watch, give it a chance, give it a chance and don't shun it straight away because you never know what you could see. You could see a team in a position where victory isn't possible and they're fighting for a draw, but sometimes that's the most exciting 
test cricket. So can't wait for this series to start. It starts on the 4th of March with the first tests, and then the, there's a test match every week after that before they go into the white ball and play some ODIs. But a fantastic series to look forward to. So to recap, Australia, in my opinion, are going to win 2-0 with Steve Smith being the man of the series and our best batter, with Nathan Lyon being the best bowler on the tour. So thank you for joining me on the True Blue Sporting Podcast, and I'll see you next time.